Greetings everyone, once again it's Motamwane D sharing the authentic truth brought to us by Zulula San. So here the teaching I'm about to share in English, it will be, is God black for having created the first man black? That's the question and we for that we shall go in the current classical day Bible <clears throat> because there's a lot of confusions out there, many people tr try to explain or try to argument that the first man was white, uh, that his name was Adam, and so on, when in fact we know that the scientists themselves have declared and have proven that life began in Africa, in ancient Africa, and that's where mankind came from. So if mankind came from Africa and the first man was black, why are those so-called pastors, those so-called churches out there, when they try to represent Adam, they represent him as white. And when they talk about black people, they don't mention, many of them don't mention them in the scriptures, as if black people are not present in the Bible. And many of them also try to argument that no, black people came from the curse of Noah, when uh, of Cam, when Noah cursed his son or grandson, and that's where black people came from. All that are lies, falsification, to try to erase and try to put down black people. We know that black people were are the first race. They were the first one on earth. Men. So, if that's the case, they also have a beginning, meaning an origin, in the Bible. Their presence shall be mentioned is mentioned and that's what we will see here and we will show you that not only the first man was black we will show you the verse and that its origin is also came from the spiritual meaning because we know that in the current classical day bible it will say that uh, in genesis 1 verse 26 some people will say let us make mankind in our likeness. So what is that likeness? That's what we shall see here today. <clears throat> For those of you who will say that the color doesn't matter, I will say this to you. Who are you to be the judge of what, of what does matter and what doesn't matter? Who are you to claim that, no, this, the color, that aspect of a person or of the lineage, the race of a person of, or the race of the first man that God created doesn't matter. That's hypocrisy. Because we know that in Genesis 1 verse 3 says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. Verse 4, And God saw that the light was good, and He separated the light from the darkness. So, According, even according to the current classical day Bible, God made the distinction between the light and the darkness. So he can, because we know that he, the creator is above knowledge. He manifests knowledge. He knows everything. He's, we can even comprehend him truly. But we know that he is all powerful and even beyond powerful. So if he in the current classical day Bible is distinguished between 
the light and the darkness. Who are you to say that no, that doesn't matter? And in Genesis 1 verse 14, he says this, And God said, Let there be light in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as sign to mark sacred time and days and years. So God separated and marked times and days and light up, put up lights in the vault of the skies. So that means the stars. So there's the stars there and there's diff each stars shines differently. Meaning there's a difference, there's a light that manifests differently at a different strength and can be perceived by us through different um, variation. Variation. So, if God made all that, that means He has the knowledge of the distinction, distinction between different light, different type of light, and how they shine. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 44, it is sown a natural body, it is raised a spiritual body. If there's a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So if there's a physical body that we can see, a visible one, there's also a spiritual body. So, so who you out there who say that the color or the race doesn't matter, who are you to have the audacity to come up and comment or say that the color has no importance. Who are you simple creature who just were recently born, just re are reading through books, and now you try to claim that you have the knowledge. And you try to say what is correct, what does matter, and what doesn't. When, so you... For you, when God created and made the first man, the color that he gave him has no importance. So God created and gave a color randomly without thinking, without... Because we know even God d doesn't need to think, but for our understanding, without the knowledge or giving him the appropriate color for his surrounding for him... We know that, for example, one, one per, when one person, for example, wants one, want to buy a car, you will look at the model. You look at the, you will also look at the different function that the car has. You will also look at the different colors, and the color will also attract you. So you won't just choose randomly. You will have an idea what you like and what you dislike. So if a man is able to have that and attribute color to a certain aspect of an object and for his liking what about God who manifests who has manifested life and who created the first man you you think the color that he gave him doesn't matter So, we know that the color has an importance. The truth has an importance. And the color that God gave the first man has an importance because we know that everything that God created and manifest is perfect and is good.
there's many people out there in the so-called churches who are worshiping a fake Jesus, uh, Jesus, and they will draw him, they will represent him as white. And when these, the same people, even black people out there, who are completely um, <clears throat> in confusion, in total delusion, when they will pray, they will pray, and they will, in their mind, in their head, they will think about a white person, that Jesus is white, and they will pray to that white personage, that so-called Jesus that it. And they will say that that he's that's their savior. Well, when you pray like that, and you have that image inside you, and inside the prayer that you're when you pray, if that image is not the truth, doesn't represent how it was, that means you are introducing a lie in your prayer. And if you're using a fake name, that's also a lie. So that means the prayer doesn't even go up. So now we shall see about the important, not only the importance of the color, but, but also that the color was in fact black. In Hebrew chapter 10 verse 5, in New International Version, it says this, Therefore, when Christ came into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you have, you prepared for me. So here in Hebrew 10 in the current classical day Bible, it is mentioned that God created, prepared a body for Christ, according to the current classical day Bible. When Christ came into the world, he said, sacrifice and offering you did not desire, but a body you prepared for me. For something, so for something that was prepared for the Christ, that person who has prepared that or when it was prepared, that means it was suited for him. It was prepared with care. He, that person or that being knew what it was doing. Here, in literal standard version, it says, For this reason, this reason, coming into the world, he said, Sacrifice and offering you did not, you did not will, and a body you prepared for me. Uh, New Living Translations. But you have given me a body to offer. In Deuterium Bible, Hebrew chapter 10, verse 5. Wherefore, when he cometh into the world, he said, Sacrifice and oblation, thou wouldest not. But a body thou hast feeded to me. So he was a body that was fitted for the Christ, that was suited for him. And we have to understand that in the Revelation, that's also, it was also the same case for uh, Adam, the personage known as in the current classical day Bible as Adam, who is Moto, the first man. So the first man, a body was also prepared, was made, was created for him. Because we know that after that, in Genesis 2, verse 7, he breathed into his nostril the breath of life. So that means the spirit came into the body. So the body had to be prepared as well and be suited for that spirit to enter. So the shape of the body had an importance, had a meaning 
it wasn't random. It has an intelligence behind. Same goes for the color. Same goes for everything because there's a reason behind everything. Now, in Job chapter 10, verse 8, in the New International Version, it says, Your hand shaped me and made me. So here, that was concerning Job. But we have to understand in the Revelation that that also applies for Adam. So for the first man. And when, we, when he says here, your hand shaped me and made me, we, first of all, God, the creator, doesn't have, the creator doesn't have hands like a person. He's not a being. He's above all those type of um, notions. But we have to understand that spiritually, that he, the first man was shaped and was made. So when God has shaped, meaning um, <clears throat> when the first man was created, there was, there was an intelligence behind. In New Living Translation, in Job chapter 10, verse 8, You formed me with your hand, you made me. In Job chapter 10, verse 9, Remember that you molded me like clay. And we have to understand in the Revelation, the way he was molded, once again, is not random and has an importance, has a reason behind. So, who are you out there to judge and to say, no, it doesn't matter which color the first man was, or it doesn't matter the color that the Christ was, or it doesn't matter which color the prophets were. When you look at the universe, and you see that the universe is black, there's a reason behind it. It's not random. When the creator created, if he put, if he gave a color of darkness to the universe, is not random. It's not luck. Luck doesn't exist. It's not just, just so it is. There's a reason behind everything. So when, when you say that, no, the color of this doesn't matter, that, and that, the, that was the first man that God created, you are despising the creation. So be very careful. Now, <clears throat> In Luke chapter 1, verse 35, in New International Version, the angel answered, so that was regarding, um, in the current classical day Bible, Mary and the Christ. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. So, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So here in the Crank Classical Day Bible, there's, the, this, there's a distinction between the power of the Most High and the Holy Spirit. 
because we know in John chapter 20, verse 22, he says, And with that he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. That's in John 20, verse 22. And in Act chapter 2, verse 4, New International Version, it says this, All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other, other languages as the Spirit enabled them. So, we have to understand that that was, they were receiving the power. Because we know that the languages, uh, the origin of language can be seen in Genesis chapter 11, verse 7, which says, Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. So, and in King James Bible in Acts chapter 2 verse 4, And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, In, um, in Acts chapter 5, verse 14, he says this, Yet more and more believers were brought to the Lord, large number of both of them, and of both men and women. Verse 15, as a result, people brought, brought the sick into the streets and laid them on cots and mats. So that at least Peter's shadows, shadow might fall on some of them as he passed by. And we know that behind that shadow, in that shadow, there was a power that, were all, that was also healing those people that were laying down as Peter was passing. And we know behind that it was the Holy Spirit and it was the power. So... Behind, you have to understand that in the scriptures, in the, even in the current classical day Bible, behind the shadow, the darkness, because what is a shadow? A shadow is a dark area where light comes from a light source. Uh, a shadow is a dark area where light comes from a light source is blocked by an opaque object. So it's an area of darkness so when there's a light and it shines on an object and then there is a shadow that is cast and that shadow is dark and that's why I repeat in Matt in uh, <clears throat> in Luke chapter 1 verse 35 he says the holy spirit will come on you and the power of the most high will overshadow you so once again that notion of a shadow is there and we know that the shadow is dark
it's a dark area. <clears throat> now, in King James Bible, it says this, And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. And in Aramaic Bible, in plain English, the angel answered and said to her, The spirit of holiness shall come, and the power of the highest shall rest upon you. Therefore, he who shall be begotten in you shall be holy, and he shall be called the Son of God. So, you're told that the power will come. The Holy Spirit. And it will overshadow her. And you're also told that the apostles had received the Holy Spirit. And Peter, who also had the Holy Spirit, when he was walking even behind his shadow, when his shadow was cast, there was a power that had the ability to also heal people. <clears throat> and all that are representations of also when we go in Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. It says this in the New King James, Ver King James Version. Then God said, Let us make man in our image. Comma. So here it will say, Let us. Who is that us? Because we know that even in the current classical day Bible, the Christ said that haven't you learned that the Creator made the first man and the first woman, and not we have made or they have made, but it was the Creator who created. So it's one Creator. So the notion of let us of many people, many Creator, it's false. But Nevertheless, he says, in our likeness, according to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. So he says, in our image. Now, what is the image? Does God, is God really, does God has an image? Does the, is the, does the creator has an image? Question mark. In our likeness. But we know that even in the current classical, the Bible says, who is, like the, who is like God for you to compare him to? And even the heaven and he of heaven cannot contain him. So we have to understand here that that likeness, that image, it's, uh, it's a, the similar, it's the common DNA, spiritual DNA of the entities of the great order of things. Because they were made from the same source, from the Spirit, what is known as the Holy Spirit. So, and we know that Adam, so the first man, was also made from the will of the Creator. By the will of the Creator, by the manifestation of His will. So from that source, his, from His verb. And that's the same source that also made the 
entities of the great art of things. And that man was, that first man was made in the representation, in their image of the, of the angels of the entities of the great order of things, in their likeness, because he was as one of them. Like one of them. And you're told here, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea. So that first man had also had the power. Because you're told behind the shadow, there was a power. In the Holy Spirit, there is that power. And that first man was made of, of that power as well. So that's why he had to have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping things that creeps on the earth, as is mentioned in the New King, King James Version. In the version Fab Olivet, that's in Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, he says, Then continuing to declare his will, he had said, Him, the gods. So here they use the plural, but we know that it's the creator. We will make Adam, the universal man, in our reflected shadows, in our reflected shadow, according to the laws of our assimilation, assimilating action. So the reflected shadow. So in the reflected shadow, that's where Adam was made. And we know that in that shadow, in that darkness, there is also the power. So that collective power, he universally holds the empire and dominates both in the fish of the sea and in the birds of the heavens and in the quadruped and in all animality and in all reptiform life moving on the earth. So you have to understand here that Adam, so the person known as Adam, but his true name is Moto. So the first man. He was a representation in the visible of the spiritual entities. Meaning, the, he was the reflection of the spiritual. He was the reflection of the spiritual. And when you reflect something, when you cast a light in an op, on an opaque object, and there's a reflection. There's a shadow. Which color does that shadow has? That shadow is black. And that's why the first man was black. And could not have been any other color. That's the revelation. Now. In the current classical day Bible, when you read in Colossians chapter 1 verse 15, it says, The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. So, 
He is the image of the invisible God. Because God is not visible, cannot be seen. So, the image, it's also the reflection. Has the first man, the first black man that was created, was also the image of the spiritual, was also the shadow of the spiritual. So, here, when that was the first man, and when we go in Genesis uh, 1 verse 27, it says, God So God created mankind, here we'll say mankind, but He did not create mankind in the sense of many people, many men, no. He created the first man. He created men, he says here, in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. So them will be the first man and the first woman. Male and female, he created them. So both of them were in, according to the current classical day Bible, both of them um, in his image, meaning in the image of the spiritual. But the question you have to ask yourself is the female, is there a female equivalent in the spiritual? Are there female angels? Question mark. But we know that the first woman came from uh, came from Moto, the first man. So and she was also in the likeness of that, that first man. That's why in the current class of the Bible, when she appeared, the Adam said, this is flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. So she was like him. So that means she also had the same color as him. She had the same nature. That's why in Genesis 2 verse 18, in the current classical of the Bible, it said, God said, it is not good for Adam to be alone, period. I shall make a helper for him, like himself, period. Dual rhyme Bible, and the Lord God said, it is not good for man to be alone. Let us make him a help like unto himself. NET Bible. The Lord God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a companion for him who corresponds to him. Who corresponds to him. So that correspond that is like him, that is suitable to him. When you say corresponds, if that means the, their color correspond to one and another as well. In Proverbs chapter 19 verse 2 it says desire without knowledge it is not good and whoever makes 
hast with his feet misses his way. It is not good for a person to be without knowledge. In um, New American Standard Bible, 1995, it is, it is, also, it is not good for a person to be without knowledge. So it's not good for, to be without the, the knowledge of the truth that I'm sharing here. So, when we go in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, in the Durham Bible, it says, Genesis 2, 7, And the Lord God formed men of the slim of the earth, Colin, and he breathed into his face the breath of life, and man became a living soul. So here you're told that the Lord God formed men of the slim of the earth. Now, what is the slim of the earth? The slim is the silt. And the silt is black. And he breathed into his face the breath of light, and the man became a living soul. So, in some versions, in the New International Version, it will say, Then the Lord God formed the man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostril the breath of life, and the man became a living being. So you have to understand that when they say dust, it was in fact the soil. That's why Dual Rhyme Bible specify which soil was used. And you can research regarding the silt, regarding the slim, slim origin, Old English, of Germanic origin related to Dutch, slime, German, mucus, slim, Latin, limus. Limus, which in, uh, in French is limon. Mud, in Greek, limne, March, mud, silt. And you're told here, the flood of the Nile, which took place every summer and brought the black silt to the cultivation of its banks, remained for a long time an unexplained phenomenon. It is from this black slim that comes the ancient name of Egypt, Kemet. That's according to them, which means the black earth. So according to them, but we know that the true name of Egypt is Jene, which means to see. But according to the uninitiated and according to those who have written this, they said that Kemet, before, it was also known as the Black Earth because of the phenomenon that happened in the bank of the Nile, where the silt, the Black Silt, uh, the phenomenon of the black silt that took place every summer. Definition of silt, fine and fertile soil. The, this silt, vital for a people of farmers, will um, the black earth. So the black soil, the black earth. So, what, why was that 
soil chosen as you as i've mentioned it is because adam so the first man the first black man he was a representation um an image a shadow a reflection of the spiritual one in 1 corinthians chapter 15 verse 38 but god gives gives it a body and he has and he has designed and to each kind of seed he gives its own body word english bible but god gives gives it a body even as it pleases him and to each seed a body of his own so to each seed there's a corresponding body so we have to understand that the breath of life in the current classical day bible that was breathed into the nostril of the first man that would represent the seed so that seed because we know that it's also the holy spirit so the seed there's an appropriated body for it designed for it and the body that was designed that was appropriated for that first man's spirit was black and was formed was made from the silt of the earth so from the black earth because it corresponds to what that being is now in genesis chapter 5 verse 3 he says when adam was 130 years old he became the father of a son who was just like him in his very image he named his son set Berian study bible when adam was 130 years old he had a son in his own likeness after his, his own image and he named him set so you're told that set so the son of adam was also in the image of adam so was all the children of adam and eve so adam and eve the first man and the first woman their children were like them in their image as well so that means they were all black because the first man was black and the first woman was also in his likeness was also like him so she was also black so their children were also black in genesis chapter 4 verse 1 now the man had marital relations with his wife eve and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain, and she said here in NET Bible I have created a man just as the Lord did new in the King James Bible and Adam knew his wife knew Eve his wife and she conceived and bare Cain and said I have I have gotten a man from the Lord and you're you're told here in the NET Bible I have created a man just like the Lord did. 
And we know that the Lord, according to the current class of the Bible, when he made the first man, that man was black. So, the first man was made from the power. So, he also had power over the elements, over circumstances. He had also the ability to reproduce. And... You can also see regarding the water and the silt in Genesis chapter 2 verse 6, which says, But streams came up from the earth and watered the whole surface of the ground. Good news translation, but water will come up from beneath the surface and water the ground. So water came out of the earth, of the ground, and watered the whole surface. And that is why after in Genesis 2 7 the soil was used and that ground was muddy and it was the slim and it was the silt now that was the first man who was black <clears throat> and when we go in Genesis chapter 6 verse 1 now from Genesis from the beginning from the first man, all the way towards until Genesis 6, all that time period, it was only black people on earth. The other race were not there yet. Because all those descendants from the first man and the first woman were all black. It was one, one race. The other race wasn't in the presence, wasn't wasn't, was not in, I will use the terms here so you can understand, but in God's plan, in his, in his presence, in his, um, because he created the first man black and the first woman black. And he told them to, through his verb, through Mutate, the entity, to go and multiply. So that means they were supposed to multiply, all their children will be of the same race. And that was the commandment that was given to them. That was their mission, to multiply, to populate the earth. Now the other race that came after were do they come from? In Genesis 6 verse 1, when human began, when human beings began to increase in numbers, in number on the earth and daughters were born to them. Verse 2, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they took as wife whomever they chose. Verse 3. So the Lord said, My spirit will know will not contend with man forever, for he is mortal. His days 
shall be 120 years. Verse 4, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and afterwards as well. When the sons of God had relations with the daughters of men. So the daughters of men are black women. Because they were the only one from Genesis from the beginning all the way to until Genesis 6 when the sons of God. And who are those sons of God? You have to understand those are the fallen angels. And their children, those fallen angels, had relations with the daughters of men. So black women, some black women. And you're told that children were born unto them. The Nephilims were on, verse 4, the Nephilim were on the earth in those days and afterwards as well. Because the Nephilim are the descendant of the fallen angels. And they were on earth after as well. When the sons of God had relations with the daughters of men, period. And they bore them children who became mighty men of old men of renown. Definition of Nephilims, giants, offspring of giants, comma, offspring of fallen angels, sons of God, and human women. So fallen, <clears throat> so that's the fallen angels um, descendant. So that's another race, the race of the Nephilim. And you're told in the New King James versions, the wickedness and judgment of men in Genesis 6. Now it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, comma. So men became to multiply on the, first, on, the, on the face of the earth. And that's the truth. When you research in history, black people were all over the earth. When you go in Australia, who are the first people there? The so-called Aboriginal. They are black people. Even in Europe, the scientists have they've discovered one of the most ancient skeleton that they've discovered is of a black person. So in Europe, in Asia, even in America, the first people that were in America were not white people, even before uh, those that they will call Indians, because they were confused about where India was. Before them, the first ones, they were black people. When you research, when you see, the first people in America were black people. And the so-called Indians are the descendant of those black people that were there. That's why even when you go in Mexico, the, the Aboriginal, the first people there, the ancestors way before, were black people. South America, same thing, even North America as well. So all over the, the world, black people had a presence. 
they were there first. And that's what he says. They began to multiply on the, on the face of the earth. So all the earth. And daughters were born to them. Verse 2 in the New King James Bible. That the son of God. Now who are the sons of God? Some people will claim that no, the sons of God, that's other men, that's other people. No. Because <clears throat> when you research, when you go in uh, the sons of gods are fallen angels or angels. <clears throat> For that, I will go here in Um, let me just find a verse. It's in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50. In the New Living Translations, it says... What I'm saying, dear brothers and sisters, is that our physical body cannot inherit the kingdom of God. This dying body cannot inherit what, is, what will last forever. King James Bible, now this I say, brethren, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither does corruptions inherit corruption so those sons of God cannot could not have been people with flesh and blood physical And for that, I will go in Genesis 6, verse 1, uh, verse 1 and 2. In the, in the Good News translations, it says this, Some of the heavenly beings saw that these young women were beautiful. Now specify some of the heavenly beings. When you're heavenly beings, those are the beings that are in heaven. So, according to the current classical day Bible, and we know that the flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdoms of heaven. And it is those sons of God that are the heavenly beings. And they are the one who went on earth and corrupted and had intercourse with those daughters of men. The sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they took as wife whomever they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not strive with a man forever for he is indeed flesh yet his days 
shall be 120 years. There were giants on the earth in those days. And also afterwards, where, when, so this is in the King James um, Bible. King James, New King James Version. And also afterwards, when the sons of God came in to the daughters of men and they bore children to them. Those were the mighty men of, who were of old men of renown. So that's their origin. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intent of the thought of his heart was only evil, continually. And the Lord, so, <clears throat> so here you're told that after those sons of God came on earth and had intercourse with the daughters of men, Wickedness was on the earth. The wickedness and judgment of men. Because they corrupted. They corrupted men. And that's why the flood had to take place. Because that race, the race of the Nephilim, were corrupting. So, what they did was against the law. So, the, their seed, their descendant, will also be, how will I put this, will also be uh, corrupted. And not of the original race. So, because we know that the original race is the race that was intended. And the other race came because those sons of God came on earth and had intercourse with the daughters of men. And they brought wickedness. And they manifested another race, the, the race of the Nephilim. So that's the origin of the others. In Numbers chapter 13, verse 33, in the New International Version, we saw the Nephilim there, in bracket, the descendant of Anak, comes from the Nephilim. We seemed like grasshopper in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. So in Numbers, they also saw those those descendants, those Nephilim, because they were on the earth even after that as well. That's what it says. The Nephilims were on the earth both in those days and afterwards in Genesis 6, 4. And the afterwards, we see that in Numbers 13, 33. For more detail, we will go in the book of Enoch. Ethiopian Enoch, 1 Enoch, chapter 6, verse 1. And it came to pass when the children of men had multiplied in those days uh, before that's still in had multiplied in those days were born into them 
beautiful and comely daughter. And the angels, the children of the heaven, saw and lusted after them, and said to one another, Come, let us choose wife from among the children of men, and begot us children. So that's in the book of Enoch. So in the book of Enoch, he specified that it is the angels, the children of heaven. And that's in Ethiopian Enoch. And that's the truth that they have, they've tried to hide their origin. So, you see, so for those out there so who will try to claim that no black people came be because of a curse, you see, they've attacked, they've attacked, they say no, uh, they will try to say no, go back where you come from, and so on. Try to put black people down. Try to throw, throw um, attacks. But when we take those attacks, and we turn them, and we reveal that in those attacks it is actually you, it is actually the other race, it is actually the others that are in fact the not the original race. And they've tried to lie in the current classical day Bible. But we know that Bibel, Kalatambale, the book of the truth, specify their origin and also clearly states the race, the colors of the prophet, their original. And we shall see towards the end of the teaching. But in the current classical day Bible, they will try to um, <clears throat> they will try to lie. And we see those lies when we go in Job chapter 30, verse 30, where they will try to hide the colors of the prophets, of the of the patriarch, patriarch. In Job's chapter 30, verse 30, New Living Translations. My skin has turned dark, and my bones burn with fever. You see, here they'll try to say, act like Job was white, and say that no, his, his skin turned black. To try to come up with things, oh, you see the dark color, the black color is not good. New King James versions. My skin grows black and falls from me. Dorime Bible, my skin is become black upon me. You see, many verses are saying his skin is becoming black. But 
it is in vain that they've tried to falsify and tried to act as if Job was white or other color. That's why when we go in J.P.S. Tanakh 1917 Bible, he says this, My skin is black, comma. He says, my skin is black. And not my skin is becoming black or my skin uh, has turned black or is turning black. No, he says, my skin is black because Job was a black man. My skin is black and folded from me. So he said, he say, my skin is black and not my skin has had became black after. No. And <clears throat> that's what they've tried to hide. Some people will try to say, no, I'm playing with words. No. It says clearly, my skin is black. Comma. So his skin is black. So that means he's a black man. <laughs> and that's the truth they've tried to hide. Songs of Solomon chapter 1 verse 5. I am black but comely, O ye daughters of Jerusalem. So she was from Jerusalem. She was black. And then in the next verse, they'll try to falsify, to try to say, no, it's the son that made her black. And that's why her brothers became angry with her and so on. What does that even mean? How can the sun darken someone? So is she, is she, is she the only dark black person in Jerusalem? So the sun only has affected her and nobody else? Not her brother? So that means her brother are inside all the time? You see that, that that's that's total nonsense. It doesn't add up. She was black. Her brothers were also black. All those verse will say, "No, my uh, my don't look my skin because it's black and so on." Or my brother are angry at me. All those are are that uh, the sun has darkened my skin. No, all that are falsification. So, the black color is not a curse. It's not a curse. And we shall show you the contrary, the inverse, the contrary. Leviticus chapter 13 verse 8, New International Version. The priest is to examine that person. So, that's regarding sickness, healness of the flesh. The priest is to examine that person. And if the rash has spread in the skin, he shall pronounce them unclean. It is a defiling skin disease. And what is that defiling skin disease? And which color is that defiling 
skin disease. What is that rash? King James Bible. And if the priest sees that, behold, the scab. What is the scab? Scab are usually dark red color. He says here, according to some, a reddish color. And if the priest sees that, behold, the scab spreadeth in the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprosy. Leprosy. The first sign of leprosy is often development of pale and pink colored patch of the skin. So who has a pale or pink colored patch or pigment skin color? Who? And you're told that that is a leprosy and that is an unclean color according to the King James Bible. So according to your own Bible, not mine, it says that that is the scab and that is the leprosy. And that, is, that person is, if a person develop that color, develop that pigmentation, he is to be declared unclean. So that means we, those people to which those commandments were given, they were, not, they were not white. They were not of a pale color or pinkish colored. You see? Because it would not make sense. And regarding the complaint of Miriam and Aaron. That's in uh, when we go in Numbers chapter 12, verse 1. Then Miriam and Aaron criticized Moses because of the Cushite woman, the Cushite woman he had married. So a Cushite woman is an Ethiopian woman, so she was black. For he had taken a Cushite wife. So Moses... According to the Krenkowski of the Bible, he's known as Moses, who was black. He took an Ethiopian woman as a wife because she was also black. And that makes sense. And in verse 9, he says, so they were criticizing Moses. Verse 9, so the anger of the Lord burned against them, against Miriam and Aaron. And he departed. Verse 10, as the cloud lifted from above the tent, suddenly Miriam became leprous, leprous, white as the snow. You see? So that was a punishment. That was a curse that was on, on her skin. And she became white. So which color is the color of the curse? I shall ask. Then suddenly be, Miriam became leprous, white as, white as a snow. So the story of the so-called snow white 
you're told here that in the current class of the Bible, that that color, if you have that color, that means something is not correct. That means there's, there's an anomaly. Aaron turned towards her, saw that she was leprous. Verse 12, please do not let her be like a stillborn infant whose flesh is half consumed when he comes out of his mother's womb. Because we know when the children is born, they are born pale. They are born with a palish color. So, Genesis chapter 25, verse 24. When her time came to give birth, there were indeed twins in their womb. The first one came out red, covered with hair like a fur, fur coat. So they named him Esau. Verse 26. After this, his brother came out grasping Esau's heel. So he was named Jacob. And so Jacob was black. Same as Esau. He was also black. Because they were twin. But his color represented something else. And he was red. And he was furry. He was hairy. And that represented something else in the spiritual. What did that represent? If we go in the current classical day Bible. Malachi Chapter 1, verse 2. I have loved you, said the Lord, but you ask, how have you loved us? Was Esau, was not Esau's, Jack, was not Esau Jacob's brother? Question mark. Declares the Lord, period. Yet, Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. So here is according to the current classical day Bible. But you have to understand that it was regarding the nature that Esau represented at a certain point in time. And why didn't they specify the color of Jacob when he came out? They only specified that Esau was so-called reddish, red. But they didn't specify the color of Jacob because Jacob was black and some will try to argument regarding um, David in 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 12 Berean study Bible so Jesse went to his youngest son and brought him in he was ruddy he says here that he was ruddy beautiful eyes and handsome appearance what is ruddy of a person's face having a healthy red color. So they will try to say that Jacob was red. Or in some other version they will say no he was a blonde. He was blonde. Smith literal translations. And he will send and bring him. And he read with 
with beauty of eyes and good of sight. New Heart English Bible. He was a reddish brown. He says here he was a reddish brown. So already you're seeing that it's no longer just a reddish, but it's a reddish brown. So they're trying to hide when they're trying to remove the brown part. And they will simply say reddish. And they will say red. And in order they will say blonde. You see? But still incorrect. Christian Standard Bible. He had beautiful eyes and a healthy, handsome appearance. So here he doesn't specify the color. He doesn't specify if it was reddish, if it was brown, brown, reddish. No. You see? They're hiding. They're, all these versions, they're not even in agreement with one another. New Living Translations. He was dark and handsome. So here, in the New Living Translation, it says he was dark and handsome. He was dark. So he was black. International Standard Version. He had a dark, he had a dark, healthy complexion with beautiful eyes. So he was dark. And that is referred to as a healthy complexion, according to the current classical day Bible. In Daniel chapter 10, verse 8, now we shall see the other. Therefore I was left alone, and I saw a great vision. So that's Daniel. And there remained no strength in me, for my comeliness was turning in what was turned in me unto corruption and I retained no strength so he was losing his strength he didn't retain strength in the Berean study bible it says so I was left alone gazing at this at this great vision no strength remained in me my face grew deadly pale so you're told here that when Daniel had a the vision, what was taking place was troubling him. And he was losing strength. And when he was losing strength, his face became pale, deadly pale. So that means what? So that deadly pale, that paleness is not good. New heard English Bible. So I was left alone and saw this great vision. And there remained no strength in me. For my natural appearance grew deadly pale. So his natural appearance, Daniel was black. When the so-called Indian will say pale face, what are they referring to? So if you are pale faced, that means even according to the current classical day Bible and the Amplified Bible, my normal appearance turned to a deadly pale. So he was he wasn't in a good condition. 
as and you're uh, we, you were also told in numbers 12 that Miriam became leprous and she became white as snow and that was in a good condition as well two kings chapter 5 verse 27 new international versions namas leprosy will cling to you and to your descendant forever then Gehazi went from Elisha's presence and his skin was leprous. He had become white as snow. So, you see, all those out there who will try to put, try to argument, who will try to be, you know, black people, their race and so on, try to say that the black is the uh, is 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 the incorrect color, or is the unhealthy, or is that, or that is not the color that God intended, or so so many fake arguments. First of all, the black black people are at home everywhere, and in nature, you can see that the sun, even the sun, agrees with them. Even the sun agrees with us. And that's the nature. How <clears throat> when God created the first man and gave him that color, that black color, it was for a reason. It's also because of his environment, where he was. And we can see that even today, Who can resist on in in the sun on the sun meaning on earth when the sun beams uh, manifest when the sun manifest in uh, manifest uh, through the beams on earth beams black people the others they have to wear some type of protections extra protection they will try to use um, they'll try to use uh, some some type of protection they'll use uh, what sunscreens and so on to protect themselves but black people they are at home because that environment is their environment Now, that was regarding black people color. You out there, who, if, you, if you're white and you're listening to the message I'm sharing, and you like the truth, and you agree that it is the truth, then, then it's okay. But for those who disagree, that's, that's where the issue is. Because you're told in John chapter 8, verse 33, you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So it is the truth that sets you free, that frees you from the lies, the confusions, the fake religions, the fake indoctrinations that has been going on. 
and it is the truth that sets you free. And we know that the verb of Lopa, so the verb of the Creator, is the truth. So if you accept the truth, you accept the verb of Lopa, then you will be free. Now, I will read some verse in Bibel, Kalatambale, to conclude. In Bibotedi, origin chapter 1, verse 26, the manifestation of the will of Loba then continued to declare by means of his word to create a being in the seventh manifestation of the invisible and visible nature, similar to the being's life from beyond the non-visible great veil, which would have the capacity to experience the visible condition. This being, spirit of man, had to be able to have a support in order to live this condition in the visible, in this, condition, in this conscious state, a link between the spirit and the body. He would be the only visible being to be able to see by himself the entities of the great order of things by living consciously and freely in the midst of their presence when they appeared in the visible dimension of the link soul and visible dimension physical body semi-astral and the nature life spiritual dna common to all non-visible being manifested by the luminous and intensity of the radiation of the inner image of a spiritual being issuing from beyond the great from beyond the non-visible great veil must be in direct contact by the interposition of the semi-spiritual and semi-visible opaque mass soul thus the union of this fusion will give the manifestation of the inner image life of spiritual being issuing from beyond the non-visible great veil which will have the same same inner nature life and the skin of this physical being will have the appearance of the color of darkness black manifested from the union of the reflected shadow of spiritual being from beyond the non-visible great veil so that collective power he universally holds the empire and dominates at the same time in the fish of the ocean, in the birds of the visible heaven, in the quadruped, and in all animality, in all reptiform life, moving on land, and even in the first two sea monsters, known as Sangwangungwangwando, Behemoth, and Ekokotagungwangwando. So that's the first man, the first black man. That's the truth. Be bell, Kalatambali, les éditions Zululassan. And I will read one more verse here in Genesis, in Origin chapter 4, verse 1. It happened much later that Muto united with Muto. <clears throat> um, 
so that's Genesis 4 verse 1 it happened that Mutu united with Moto so the first woman united with the first man she became pregnant and gave birth to Pongise Kayan a little black man in their likeness in their likeness and songs of songs so that's songs of solomon chapter 1 verse 6 i am black and i am blue beautiful charming and pleasant to see because i come from the original race me daughter of longanapi that's jerusalem like the pavillon of monmon so that was the teaching regarding the black man, the black race, the original race. All glory to Loba, the only and unique creator.